All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is episode four, if I'm not mistaken, of the Fantasy Funk House. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in last week. Um, the champs really had a lot of content last week. And we had a, as you, you all know, myself was in-house. It was just an absolute delight to be on the luxurious Lazy Boy in the LRC living room and uh, had a couple good shows. So make sure that you go and check out the Entertainment Center episode uh, where they reviewed a couple Netflix films as well as talked a bunch of shit as always with John, John and Len. And I believe that dropped uh, Monday morning, if I'm not mistaken, Mike. Yeah, I'm kind of losing track at this point. Honestly, there's just content coming out every day. Um, just, just flooding the airwaves. I black out at some point in the day and put out the podcast. I can't even tell you. I mean, it's almost daily at this point. And we couldn't do it without uh, without you listeners. So keep streaming for us. We appreciate it. And um, yeah, so we can before we get started, it's a little. Uh, you know, champs wanted to say a little something, so we got some not so great news today. Just a little shout out to anybody that's struggling here. You know, you got any uh, any issues? You know, think life's a little too much for you. Don't be afraid to reach out, talk to somebody. So there's light at the end of the tunnel. And hope is never lost. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out and uh, get some help. I don't think I speak for all the champs when I say that. Welcome. So with that said, um, our boys down at Old Thunder, we got a big month ahead of us. Got some new beers coming out on tap, some exciting stuff. Mm, there it is. So in anticipation of the first anniversary of old thunder december 29th that is a wednesday we got a special bottle and can release so stay tuned for information on that also we got a new beer on tap called riddles in your eyes 6.8 percent abv american ipa brewed with midwestern grown barley flaked oats and a blend of hops from australia and pacific northwest expect soft notes of melon raspberry in Pinot Grigio. So make sure you stop on down to 340 Freeport Road. Grab a cold one with the boys. Got an exciting food truck lineup, PGH Tortas. And I believe they'll be there on the 29th for the anniversary. And your boy, Matty Funkhauser, might actually be uh, slinging some tortas on the truck. So come on down. Oh, shit. Give us a shout. Uh, Might have a brisket in the smoker ready to throw between beautiful pair of buns. Just to anyone out there, listen, this guy knows his way around meat. Just to put my meat Highly recommended. between your lips. Yeah, if you like really dry, <laughs> leathery consistency meat, this is the guy it's you want. It's not moist to, and it's right? not. Yeah, it's not moist and it doesn't fall apart or anything like that. So, all right. Old Thunder pumping out some great stuff. Mike, you had a couple Old Thunders recently, you said. Absolutely did. I had a couple last night. Uh, John John the Jobber hooked me up. Had a couple uh, pre-show here to get loose and conversational. And boy, do they do the trick. I, I uh, False Kingdom, I believe I had, was the name of one of them. Oh, yes, that's a good one. And I can't remember the name of the other. And it might not have been an Old Thunder. It might have been a different kind, I think, actually. But we, I did also have a lot of Old Thunder. And boy, I'd like another right now. Yeah, I could go for one. Is right there a now. better feeling when you let your thunder roll? Not that I've experienced personally. I mean, sex is cool, but 
You ever let your thunder roll? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too often I let that happen, unfortunately. It's become a problem almost. All right, Jerry, what are we getting into? <laughs> well, you know, it was another uh tough week, but uh I went with three and two this week again. Nice. Across five leagues. Had another Monday night uh comeback win with my man, Antonio Gippy Gibson. Oh man, huge week for him. And he didn't even score any touchdowns, and he had a yeah, big week. McKissick scored two touchdowns. Uh, I'd say he snaked one of them. The other one was just a nice play by McKissick. Um, but, man, we're getting close to playoff time. It's getting real scary out yeah, here. This is this is a rough time of year. You know, last year, this would be the last week of the regular season. Obviously, we have another uh, extra week tacked on, so. Thank God. Yeah. Well, maybe not. At this point, I'd be like, just this is it. I'm, we're in the yeah. playoffs because I'm in contention right now. But another week could change everything. Double edged sword. You know? I have a really tough, it's a tough lineup this yeah. week. Uh, but yeah, it's crunch time. Uh, most of the leagues I'm in, they're wide open for the most they are. part. It's crazy. Um, so many, so many teams are tight in standings. I'm hanging on, but you know, a few leagues sitting at six. It's tough, man. It's a, it's like we're in the playoffs right now because, and I love it. It's when it's this is peak fantasy. It's right either now. like the best time You're fighting ever. to get into the playoffs. It yo, it can be painful or it's too. The worst time but ever. This is where this is. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, a lot of teams are struggling with injury, and uh, it's tough, man. Guys are dropping like flies right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually went four you, and two this week, Jerry. So probably my best week of the year. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Nice Thrilled work. about it. One of my wins was in a league that I am in. I wasn't dead last. I'm no longer in dead last, which I'm happy about. But I'd rather gotten a win in a league that I cared about a little bit more. And if I would have got one in Sanctuary, I'd still be in the hunt. Unfortunately, my time has come to an end in the Sanctuary, and I cannot defend my title oh, I don't know. last year. I can easily fall out of my sixth yeah. spot there because my team is falling apart, yeah. uh, losing Swift. That was Yikes. Tough. And no Aaron Jones this week. Yikes. My running backs are ugly. I mean, I got Monty. He's my RB1 this week. But, whoo, I think I'm in trouble. Yeah, and we'll talk about Monty's uh, kind of tough week last week in, uh, in our Smash segment. Um, um, to recap some other players, I like to point out some players last week. Hey, can we get a uh, recap drop over there, maybe? Recap. That's pretty good. I'll take that. That's a nice drop. Love it. Um, Fournette last week, top scorer yeah. of the week overall, went nuts. What do you have? Five touchdowns. Four tuts. Scored over forty points. I mean, if you had him, you won your week. That's that is not true, that's Jerry. Half is some teams. Well, that is uh -oh. not true. So, did you uh, face this man? I played against what we thought was a close friend of the show, Mister Crazy Legs. Come to find out, he is not as loyal of a listener as we once anticipated. <laughs> yes, but uh, I played against Chris. He had Fournette and Jonathan Taylor are his starting running backs. I wow. won by nine points. Love on the to see on the that. back of Lamar Jackson scoring, I think nine for him. So he was obviously not very pleased with me, Chris. I do apologize, but I deserve that win a lot more than you. I don't think that you need what is it, uh, eleven touchdowns between his running backs the last two weeks. Uh, it's just not fair. 
So uh, no, you don't need that many, man. You got it. It's tight in that league. Share some of yeah. them. Okay, some of us are struggling out here. I put him in his place know. a little bit. So we don't get to pick up Madison off the waivers yeah. like it's no thing. Yeah, then he was okay. handed Al Madison, and we will certainly be talking about Al Madison in a little bit here. We sure will. So, another big game is uh, Joe Mixon. Huge game. Huge week. 165 on the ground with a couple tuts. And uh, Mixon and Fournette both drafted in 2017. So 2017 class really showed up this week. Yeah, they sure did. After, I mean, other running backs, uh, Mitchell had a good week. Patterson, if you consider him a running back, he's also a wide receiver. Uh, Gibson and McKissick both had good games. Uh, um, it It was a good week for the running back position. I can't believe how good Patterson looked because I certainly didn't think he was even going to play. We weren't even sure if he was going to play. Yeah, and he looked outstanding. The safety, Cordero Patterson. (laughs) He he can do it all. Special team gunner. It would help their defense if he was out there, I'm sure. Did you guys see that? He's actually listed on the depth chart as a backup safety now. I believe wow. that. Well, does not surprise me. I believe that. Uh, Josh Allen, top QB of the Huge week. Game. Um, that was a smash pick from somebody, not either of us. No, Len really took but, care uh, of the Len, smashes. Uh, he, did, he did well. Yeah. Um, after uh, Allen, you had... Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Dak, Stafford, those were all the top guys. Rodgers um, and Stafford. Which is nice. I have stake. That's nice. Out of stake, both of those guys. Yeah. So I was happy for that. It's nice to see Rodgers and Stafford kind of go back and forth. Stafford didn't, he didn't look great. He's dealing with a back issue and also a, a shoulder, I think. Um, still yeah. putting up the numbers. You know, they got weapons. ODB had a long tutty for him. So another smash to Len. Wow. Um, the guy's just been smashing all week, you know. Um, who else at wide receiver he had uh, your boy who led the week Mr. Waddle yeah number one wide receiver How on the week Waddle? love to see that Ugh. he looks great I like I really like the Dolphins right yeah, now they look good the um, defense is rounding out Tua looks really confident their defense went off this yeah. week Tua looks confident uh, Gasecki looks good even though he's not putting up a ton of numbers he's drawing a lot of attention Waddle you know, a lot of people questioned his route tree. It looks it looks pretty deep at this point. He's playing all over the field. You know, he, he looked like just uh, uh, an outside threat at the beginning, but he's playing a lot uh, between the hashes there. I, I I couldn't be more happy with how good Waddle looks. Um, you know, considering yep, Miami, I love Waddle. Couldn't get a hold of Jamar Chase. Wish I could have got him somewhere. I didn't. I got him in uh, league. Guess who he matter. was followed by? So. Yeah. Of course, Eric D. lucked in. So him. he was number one. He was number one. Cordero, number two on the week. Yeah. So Cordero, I believe he was like the running back four on the week and the wide receiver two on the week. What a difference maker this guy is for your team. The versatile. He's versatile. You put him at two different positions and he's going to put up top five numbers in either category. Whoa. Wouldn't it be nice if you could play him at both running back and receiver? I sure wish I could. That'd be nice. I wish I put him at every position I could. Uh, just uh, running over uh, the after him. Touch on the defensive side of the ball here. Your main man, Pat Shurkan Sertan. Oh man! Please talk to me about Two him. Two picks. One of them a pick six. AFC Defensive Whew. Player of the Week. So uh, wow! Some rookie studs really showing up for us in our respective teams here, Jerry. You gotta love to see it. I absolutely love it. Him and uh, Javante are getting talked about for rookie year candidates. Love to see that. Yeah, and and the little uh, funny little thing that I saw earlier, 
that I was going to save for the pod is I was I was reading up on Sertan and uh, whoever was writing this article, I, I don't even remember where I read it, to be honest with you, but you know how we always call the for those that are out there listening, we shorten the Broncos to just the Co's. And it said uh, Pat Sertan and CO because they were abbreviating company. And I really enjoyed that they did that. <laughs> so Pat Sertan oh, and Co. You, really you took, a, took care of business. <laughs> that that headline will get us yeah. in. There's no doubt Both about it. And I'd be photoshopping an apostrophe and an S uh, on that real quick. If we can shorten a word, we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, t- Dallas Cowboys, Jerry. Uh, I, t- I tell you what. Um, I've been pretty upfront with teams that I have a lot of faith in really struggle as soon as I put my eggs in their basket. And I think that I've done that to Dallas and certainly not on purpose, but I know I picked them over the chiefs a couple weeks back. That mm-hmm. did not work. Uh, and I just okay. keep thinking that that ship is going to write itself. And I don't know, you lo- lose to the Raiders with how dysfunctional they are right now. Even, you know, over time, this is, this was hard to swallow for a Dallas fan. Yeah, they, um, they struggled when, I mean, they were without a couple guys, some key guys. CD was out. He was. Which we thought he was going to play at one yeah. point. Mari was out. COVID. So, I mean, that's, that's a big hit right there. Taking When you lose those two guys, I think they're difference makers. Yeah. CD's, you know, he's looked phenomenal this year. They both are going to be back this week. I believe so, yes. I believe um, I'm not real confident about Amari. I own him. I'm actually going against basically an entire Cowboys offense in uh, Dub League. Um, so I have Amari. Uh, I'm playing against Zeke. I'm playing against Pollard. I'm playing against Dak. You name it. Um, I'm I'm real concerned that Amari. He's not fully recovered from his sickness from COVID. He said he doesn't feel well. So I don't know about him this week. I think if he plays, I could see him. Walking off the field a lot. Yeah, and he was maybe coming in for a little bit, and then he was unvaccinated. I just don't trust well. it. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm gonna have to play him because of how difficult I made dumb league this year. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm just lowering the expectations for him. That's smart. That's smart. I got a couple notes here about the uh, Steelers, which everybody knows that I like to uh, like to rant about a little bit. Oh, I love to hear your notes on the Steelers. So what I have written next to Chase Claypool's name is. It's a compound word here, and it's punk bitch. And I don't know. <laughs> oh I don't know if there's God. a better way to describe <laughs> Chase Claypool and just his attitude towards the team and football in general. I just don't think he mm-hmm. likes the game of football that much. You know, he was in the media yep. talking about how he wishes that Tomlin would play music at practice and make it fun. Mike Tomlin was yep. n- not a fan of that comment, and I don't. I'm sure. I just don't understand why he can't subscribe to the Steeler mentality. And me and yourself, Jerry, not being a Steelers fan, we can at least respect the mentality of, you know, a blue collar town such as Pittsburgh grinding it out oh, for sure. things the right way. And he just does not subscribe to that mentality. And if I was a Steelers fan, I would be furious uh, with the bullshit that yep. he's pulling and just wants to dance yep. and all that shit. And I think Tomlin's done with it, to be honest with you. Um, he's not producing on yep. the field. He, he's, you know, if, if you were, if you were producing, putting up numbers and, and helping the team win, you might be able to get away with a couple of these 
ridiculous comments, but that is certainly not the case. Uh, Mike, being our in-studio Steeler fan, do you want to touch on this a little bit? Tell mm-hmm. us how, how you feel. Yeah, I actually I blame myself. Um, <laughs> Why is that, Mike? This goes back to last year. You know, we were... We, t- we were in Pittsburgh, what, for the first of Davy uh, Locke's weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually, that's the thing here that makes it a little odd on our side is we know yeah. Chase Claypool personally. We do. And and he hung out with us for a little bit. In the he table. did. We had a good night with him. We ran some routes. Ran some routes. We, we t- him. gave him a few pointers. Yeah. You know. We taught him how to run a good wheel. Mm-hmm. We taught him how to high point. Yeah. You know, box out, that and kind of stuff. We watched the next day and what happened. That was his breakout game. He had four, three touchdowns. It was a four touchdowns, I it think. Was three he had or four. Or it was a, and it yeah. was all of everything. He listened to us. And ever since we've not been a part of his life, we've yeah. seen it decline yeah. week by week. I don't know. Some of my diva mentality might have rubbed off on him that night as well. And that's I mean, true. Yeah, but you were kind of, you know, running a muck on him, kind of making you were making a mock of him. Yeah. You know, but uh, after he took some reps against us, you, you saw what happened. Um, unfortunately, you're absolutely right. All, all kidding aside, uh, you know, he, he he has a lot of growing up to do, I think. You know, I think you can draw a lot of parallels to, to Juju, um, especially in his. Is first that in the TikTok world? There, you can draw comparisons. Well, They're both big TikTok I, guys. I've just come to accept I don't understand that generation. I mean, that's that's what they do, right? Um, so it's hard to, you know. I think Juju plays the Steeler way. I think he's tough. He, you know, he's tough. Chase does some really backhanded and kind of shady stuff on on the field. He is he acts like a bitch, mm-hmm. um, and he really hasn't done anything. I mean, I think he might have set the Steelers' record for touchdowns uh, by a rookie by a bitch by. A- <laughs> but and you know what ben's ben's not helping him out any either but his comment was just kind of tone deaf i think and it really really riled up the the legends the steelers legends came oh out. i bet As you we talked, we actually talked good old boys yeah. we talked about this on the week 13 uh uh picks celebrity picks with davey glock uh, that's that just dropped uh, right before we recorded this episode and you know alan fanica Rocky Blyer, Ryan Clark roasted him on Get Up or whatever show he does uh, on Eaton or not Get Up, but uh, yeah, something like that on ESPN. I think it's called Get Up. Uh, Jerome Bettis, all of them, James Bill Cower, every one of them came out of the woodwork <laughs> just with their pitchfork saying this team's attitude needs to improve. So you're absolutely right, House. Everything you said, you're spot on. Um, it's a it's an interesting point. In Steelers history it feels like it's a make or break time for Tomlin and the crew to turn this ship around whether it be this year or next yeah uh, most yeah. likely next at this point it's looking like it's definitely next and uh for they got a long way yeah. to go from there but we'll so. see we'll see how they respond I mean if they come out and give and do Baltimore good at home they're right back in it oh so uh, we'll yeah they're looking real good that's enough about the Steelers how about in house yeah, I mean, the last thing I want to say is it just seems like Ben is so <laughs> removed from this team and football in general because he just doesn't he doesn't have any control. He's not a leader anymore. I didn't even realize he was out there this week. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I don't think Ben cares what happens. I think he's ready for the season to be done so he can retire and kind of ride off into the sunset. Um, yeah. Ever since ever since he uh, stopped masturbating, he's just been that's what terrible. It is. The guy's full really. of pudding. Oh, jeez, yeah. Clean good, pipes. Good for him, though. Good for him. Yeah. God bless him. Last thing to recap here, Jerry, Taysom Hill. Uh-oh. Looks like Taysom Hill might be getting the nod this week. 
He's fully healthy from I think uh, he's all the uh, designated starter. And uh, you know what? I am feeling a little famished. Why is that? I, I'm just feeling hungry. I, Mike, do you have anything for us here? Look, you could use a break. Uh, yeah, I think I think we could. You know, it was a rough week for a lot of owners. A lot Ooh. of big names going down. Aaron a of, Jones. A lot of things breaking break down. his leg. Ugh. Christian McCaffrey broke his ankle. Mm. I hope you take care of my running back. Achilles. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a rough week uh, for running backs in particular. Um, star players, man, that are going to crush teams right before the playoffs. The biggest name, uh, McCaffrey, placed on IR for the second time this season. Very unfortunate. Um, do you think he's, you know, been overutilized in his time there at Carolina? I think that has a little bit to do with it. Uh, there was a lot of questions when he got drafted if he could handle an NFL workload or be an efficient between the tackles runner. And I think he broke those molds. But, you know, maybe the former comment is kind of coming back to haunt him a little bit. Uh, I think maybe yeah. Olivia Culpo is maybe riding him a little too hard. What do we think about that? That's, I mean, I'm on board with that. I would love to be on board with that. But so, in, in all seriousness, Cap <laughs> third MCL and his third leg that he hurt. I, I'm not even sure. You know, Jerry. Yeah, and something that we talked about before. Probably not gonna. If you have number one pick, take in your draft next just year because of this reason. Who are you gonna draft? I don't think it's he's gonna get better moving forward. Injuries are only going to get worse unless they get someone else there to help split time with him. I mean, even if he splits, I mean, it's tough, though, because even if he splits time, which would help him, he's still going to dominate. <laughs> He'll still be an RB1 if he's splitting time with someone. They, they don't. Need, uh, that's why I think maybe that, you know, when he's there, when he's in the game, he's he's a part of every single play. Yeah. Give him, you know, give him, give him a few plays off, maybe, so he doesn't have to get smashed every other play. But and they have capable oh, backs. He's you back. know, like uh, Chuba has shown that he is very capable of handling a load, and even Amir Abdullah, the terrorist, and also Cameron, the artist, uh, a double league original. He has looked pretty damn good, I will say, in his you know limited what a time name kind there. of filling in here. So yeah. I don't think it'd be the worst move to. Oh, he's... Cameron the artist paint. Yeah, it's a very good, very good name drop. I'm sure he's not there anymore, but yep. I, he could be. I have no idea. Could be on the taxi squad. Um, I think if they move Calf into more of a receiving role, that would really benefit him a lot. Uh, Matt Rule, being a, uh, a young coach or you know new to the to the Panthers anyway, obviously wants to make his team good in the long run, and I think preserving Calf is going to be the most important thing going forward next to finding a competent we told you to stay away um, from him we said double don't i think it's so you should have listened the answer cam obviously like three didn't for work 15, out be anxious to see who's under center next embarrassing week. at one point we did we did and cam is a human prop not good against that ferocious <laughs> miami defense um five for 21 for i think 90 yards and and a slew of interceptions. So Cam is a human being. 
probably a nice guy. I never met him. It's tough. Uh, for me no. right now, he's hard to so enjoy as a football other player. Big names. To him talking to uh, Dalvin Cook. Is, shoulder. Not likely out. Interested let's in say personal. at least the next two weeks. Um, this one hurts me. I have Dalvin in the league that I'm right on the edge of playoffs in yeah. sixth place. Uh, this big blow to the team. Um, so, I mean, you got to try and survive if you have him. Uh, he'll be back, I would think. And, you know, as soon as he's back, he's another guy that they're going to throw right in there and give him a full workload. If he can play, they get, they give it to him. Yeah, that's the thing with Dalvin. And he gets hurt a lot. The guy's made of glass. And a running joke, you know, between us and our friend circle has been so many <laughs> times throughout the year, Calf, or excuse me, right. Cook scores a touchdown. will go down with an injury. And it looks like his leg falls off. He's writhing in pain. And then two plays later, he's back in at 100%. <laughs> so you can never trust if – yeah, you can never trust if he's really hurt or not. He's obviously really Which, hurt now. It looked almost almost in the territory of, like, non-contact. I believe it's a dislocated shoulder, and he actually tore part of his labrum as well. So it's a tough injury. They're saying oh, yes. three to four weeks or so. We'll see. Um, another big name like at the guy. running back position. Like I said, it was bad. About, Very bad uh, at running back. Uh, DeAndre um, Swift. So we'll kind of save it for that. Another shoulder injury. He, they're saying he could multiple weeks. So, I mean, that's where you want to grab Jamal. Um, that's, I mean, yeah. at our show, you know. It's multiple weeks. The waivers have already run in your league, but these are guys we hope you were smart enough to get and uh, you get our stamp of approval, grab Jamal, you know. He's going to get a full load now. Yep. I love Jamal Williams. He's a very capable running back, and I drafted him, uh, you know, preseason here because I just didn't trust Swift to stay healthy. And one league, I actually still have him. It's a deep bench, so that's the only reason why. The two other leagues that I drafted him in, he's been long gone just because Swift has been so effective. So if you were lucky enough to get Jamal, I'm not smashing him. Not saying that. But he's yeah. capable of even full, with full on a bad team, and, and you know, he should they're be never going to have a good matchup because they're just not that great. But he's he, he he's yep he can do and it he's all. He's a very good he's pass catcher. Before, um, yeah, very good in pass pro. Probably that team will yep. be down quite a bit this week. Um, I know like you it. own this guy. Um, what's the word on uh, Miles Sanders? You heard anything about him? Knee. So, Miles practice today was limited. It looks like he'll probably be a go, but that looks like a full-on committee right now with Bosco looking pretty good. Uh, came in and vultured a tut. Um, Bosco fumbled, so he might be in the doghouse a little bit for that. He looked really good. He's looking pretty pretty good right now. Yeah, it'd be hard to expect the world out of Miles Sanders. I'm certainly going to be forced into playing him against um, mm. Pablo Camiscobar. I do not have I high do. hopes I for need that you to matchup, win that. so um, really need you I'll to just be that. forced into it anyway. I'd like to, but Camise <laughs> is a lock for the finals at this point. Him versus Eric D. We've said it before. He almost got away with you murder know, this week. Thank God, God the dignity I have that I had to shut some things down. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Daryl Henderson. Thank God. He's uh, questionable with a quad. Um, yeah, he was out of practice today. Um, it, McVeigh expects to have him. Keep an eye on that. Yep. Uh, Sony Michelle behind him, and, and keep in mind that they're looking forward to hopefully getting back Cam Akers. I, I don't believe that'll be in the regular season, 
So might not be a, a fantasy football dynasty impact, but you never know what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and um, the team for the playoffs, you know, if you get a healthy acres, nice Henderson, that is, yep. that could be a deadly. Um, Antonio Brown. He's yeah. doubtful this week. He's not going to play. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. He's not recovering from this ankle injury. Um, yeah, I Two more mean, weeks so maybe if you are in the playoffs and you can get there, um, you get him back at some time, maybe semifinals, finals. But, uh, yeah, he's certainly not helping your team out. I have him in multiple leagues. He's killing me. Uh, absolutely need him, and it's not looking promising. Might try and trade him to uh, somebody stupid. I already have one in mind. I won't say yeah, any names, nice. but I think I can get it done. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> so we were talking about running backs. Um, your boy Gippy might be in for a full workload this week because McKissick was concussed. Wow. And he actually he, looks uh, it wasn't pretty. Game. He got carted off the field, um, and he looked great in that game. Him and Gippy yeah. both went off that game. It was I nice McKissick. to watch. I like the Washington football team. Um, I, I just like their players. I like I Terry, uh, even though where he's from, his alum, not a huge fan of, but. Uh, I like him as a player. He's great. Yeah. And Heineke, grown a, you know, old Heine. I like him, man. He's fun. Yeah. I'm pretty fond of him as well. And I love McKissick. He looks so good doing whatever he does. I rode him to a title in Sankey last year. So I'll always have a soft spot for McKissick. Uh, So hopefully he's okay and his brains are not. Yes, we never recommend mashed potato brains. It doesn't work out well. And mashed potato brains will go on to mashed potato oh, neck man, that with thing Danny is sloppy it's probably extra Jones. butter on that thing it's barely hanging on about to fall right off of that pile <laughs> it's like a baked potato that you're you, you uh you put in the microwave the night before and you forgot about it and you get it the next day and it just like crumbles in your hand so dan dimes i was in a tough spot with him in crook league um luckily i had the you son of a bitch overall waiver pick and i grabbed Taysom because Danny Dimes certainly looks like he'll be out. They didn't give it official yet, but I think he has a zero. They're ignorant sometimes with their projections. um, No official word. Yeah, but he's certainly uh, uh, looking looking like he's out this week and and potentially longer with a neck. You can never be too careful with those. So don't count on having Dan How is he doing from a fantasy perspective, by the way? Sticking with quarterbacks. He's been off and on okay. You know, I've been on record saying that I'm a Danny Dimes fan, and I think it's a lot more of the Giants and, and Joe Judge issue. Now, they did get rid of Jason Garrett, which is probably going to help because I think that he just sucks at calling plays. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But I think the Giants have good players. I think Danny Dimes could be a top 20 quarterback, at least in the league, maybe you know top 15 in the right situation. So... Um, actually, a lot of stuff in the media this week about the Giants going on Russ Wilson. So, be a very interesting. interesting. Speaking of the Seahawks, did you see they very just signed veteran Adrian Peterson to their team? I mean, what do you what? A, Give it a rest. Yeah, I mean, Sounds just like, like they're rest, switching baby. it up at running back. Wow, yeah, they're switching something. Yeah. Switching, yeah, you got to pick. It's, I mean, I'm right the same age as the guy, and it's like, uh, it's it's very admirable of what he can do at that age and especially at that position no i mean no one can last so that everyone wears down running back was he really that bad in tennessee that they that they just said to hell yeah. with him 
I don't think he looked looked horrible either, but, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Foreman Foreman does look better. He had had a touchdown that first week he was there. Foreman does look better. And then I don't think he did jack shit the next week. Yep. That's when Foreman took over. No, it's been bad because I've had to start him. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Kamara looks like on track to return as well as Mark Ingram. So I think that I've said that the last yeah. few weeks, and that has not been the case. So maybe I shouldn't have even said it. But um, Tony Jones looked yeah. terrible in relief of those two. And unfortunately, I started him. It probably wouldn't have mattered too much. But, you know, he's a young kid. I think he's a rookie this year. Um, a lot of expectations with the likes of Kamara and Ingram, you know, being who he's filling in no. for. But Tony Jones did not look good. And uh, I would not want to start him if those two were. No, out. and that. So, that- uh, now they're Hopefully gonna they if they're gonna to run go. it's gonna be with Taysom, he's just gonna run it. Which yeah yeah, and I'm excited to watch Taysom this Thursday. It's, it's gonna fun be watching a, a, a tight Thursday end play game, quarterback. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tim. Uh, do you have any other news? What else? Uh, a oh, couple sorry, other loose ends we'll tie up here. I was gonna say a couple loose ends we're gonna tie up here. Logan Thomas returned last week. Went three for three. Had a touchdown called back. Um, so he looks, yeah, touchdown called back. He looks good, uh, you know, as far as the low end TE one the rest of the way. A uh, couple quarterbacks. We got Kyler, who looks to be returning to action, and Zach Wilson looks like he's good to go. I gonna... But I say good with the biggest grain of rock salt that like, you yeah, you look good. Of. Clear your throat. Health-wise, you have a clean bill, but the ability is no, he's not, not ready. quite there. The, one of my favorite football adages is the best ability is availability, and that is this is the only situation where that <laughs> rings untrue. They're, they're better off Zach without. Wilson, so. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> they're better off without their top. Who needs some more time? Overall. You know, Weber is a he. No, I agree with Zach Wilson so much. I like the kid. I, I didn't think he was that, that great um, coming out, but he's I a little pretty boy I bitch. Jets, I don't know if anybody else would have been. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if anybody would have been good in that situation, but I like Robert Saul. I think the Jets could turn around eventually. I'm not ready to give up on Zach Wilson, but we shall see moving forward. And the last little bit here I have is Nuke. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Is, is that official? To he's ready. ready to, to he's going. Wow. That's why you come here to the Fantasy Funk House, because you hear it here first. Where's Kyler Murray at in his in his his, his recovery? Her match he touched on Kyler. He's on track. Would you say he's going to play? I think so as well. I would say I would say he's good. The Last week, the champs talked about, or no, it was the week before the champs talked about holding both Kyler and um, Nuke out through the bye, and that made a lot of sense for their team in the long run, and that's exactly what they did. Yep. And I think that they it followed was a our great advice. Call. And if you know, Arizona always goes through this little kind of yep. mid to late season injury lull here, and they never look the same after. So be anxious to see how they look. Um, I'm a Tyler, uh, I'm a Kyler fan. Uh, you know, I have a lot of confidence in Kyler. And I think that team is really, really good. Would you and consider them a smash? Somewhere in the neighborhood of a... Of a Find out next! Oh boy, could I smash. Hey. 
This next segment is our Smash Plays of the Week, brought to you by none other than Burger Daddy Food Truck. Serving up the Tri-County area's best smash burgers that you've ever had. So, unfortunately, unfortunately, the Burger Daddy food truck uh, has shut down for 2021. Uh, Just a seasonal end here. You were very lucky if you caught their last um, open house, so to speak, (laughs) in the... Better Bargains parking lot in uh, Dubois, Pennsylvania on Beaver Drive. Mike, you actually showed up, uh, had to bat a lot of fans out of the way to, to get one of those smash I did, burgers. And Why I, don't you tell us about your experience at Burger Daddy? I heard it was like the Beatles coming I did, in. And I smashed four times. Woohoo! Four times? A Tower of Terror, I believe it's called. Wow. Uh, now I got a couple for myself, got a couple for some, some loved ones, spread the love. Uh, highly enjoyed it. That's very a generous. A little, little disappointed they were out of French fries, which I'm a big fries guy. I think that, for me, it, it, it says a lot about your establishment. Mm. But this burger, I, I, I mean, they could give I me agree. they could give me the most generic frozen block of, of crinkle cuts from Save a Lot, uh, and I'd be happy. I mean, these burgers were above and beyond what I expected. The owner, Wags, as always, very generous, very kind. Uh, I assume is that like his his mother that works at the truck as well, uh, fine lady, <clears throat> whoever it was that was working there. Very very nice, big crowd. I did have to fight off a lot of uh, a lot of groupies, holiday bargain shoppers. Oh man, yeah, they were looking for some deals. I was looking for some bergs, uh, and I, I might have shut down the cart for the year to be honest. That that big order, I did get every <laughs> other side, which so- was which was all they were all good. <laughs> Uh, I got cheese balls. Oh, I love cheese balls. I got, uh, I think it was fried pickles. Very nice. I love fried pickles oh, as well. I love fried pickles. Yeah. That's and awesome. I got, uh, oh man, now I can't remember. Was it onion rings? You got all of this and four burgers. Yes. For yourself. No, two two burgers for myself. Two <laughs> for a for, twink like for you. Friends and family. Yes, Mrs. Uh, just right. Mm-hmm. And, and how about them my, apps? How do you spread those apps around? It is all the season. Those we just kind of piled them. Uh, actually, Burger Daddy knew exactly what what I wanted to do, which was just pile them all in, and they presented them in a nice. Oh man! It was like a platter of them. It was. It was a platter, oh, a party, you know, a man. sampler of sorts. Beautiful. Yeah, and it, it was excellent. It was very good, uh, and I can't wait uh, to get back out there when they're ready to start their their 2022 season. So keep an eye on social media for Burger Daddy Spring Openings. Could be coming to an establishment near you. So we want to thank. Uh, Brandon and crew of Burger Daddy for being a close friend of the show and uh, filling up our grumbly bellies mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. delicious, delectable smashies. So we're going to get into the smash plays of the week. We're going to kind of run down uh, last week's smash. Special guest. How'd he do? Len Big, co-founder of the LRC, had some excellent smashes. Uh, started quarterback. He had Josh Allen. Who he was number one on the week. The fuck off. Uh, four tutties. At just, you know, he couldn't have hit it better on the head. I think all the champs were on board uh, with Allen's pick. Great smash. Uh, so hats off to Len. He did very well with his smashes. Certainly better than I'll ever do with any of mine. Um, trying to remember his running Jeez. back. Oh, Joe Mixon. Wow. He went <laughs> Big off. surprise there. Uh, he, I think he was running back too. How good Mixon was. 
the only I think the only back better would have been um, Lenny Fournette. So outstanding work again, Len. His wide receiver, we questioned ODB it. himself, and Len called. Len called a fifty-yard touchdown, and plus he got it from Mr. Beckham, and he delivered on, I believe, a fifty-four. I mean, yard. smashing it out of the park. I mean, three for three. He just. I don't know how you smash any more than that. That's what I was going to ask. I cannot remember Hmm. who he had at tight end off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me either. I don't either. I'll I'll ping him here and see if he remembers. I'm sure he does. Okay. Wait, I actually had it written down from last week. He had... Come through the data. Where's our interns at? Yeah. Get the secretaries on this and... uh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you won't believe it, but the tight end is the only one I don't have written down. <laughs> it's up in the air, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to our smashes of the week. How'd you and, do uh, it uh, with your smash picks there, sure. uh, Matty House? My smash picks did not did not do very good. So um, I'm going to take a, a, a slow jogging victory lap, I guess, on Justin okay. Herbert with 24 PPR points because mm-hmm. we are grown adults and seasoned fantasy veterans so we do play in ppr so if you don't what you year is scoring, it first of all grow up second of all you're not a pilgrim yes. um let's get with the times we like points we like having a slew of players uh, i do not want to hear any arguments no, i got rid this, of kickers so and defenses do not like try grow and up and change your mind actually the phones are actually ringing <laughs> off the hook right now with people <laughs> trying to call in and i can only assume that they're backing us in this, in oh, this yes. you know, rant about PPR. So um, grow up and, and play PPR, and, and we'll kind of leave it at that. So Big Herb had a, had a pretty good game. I think I called 300 yards, mm. three tuts. He had 302 tuts and a couple picks. We already talked so, about those two. Not great. I'll take 24. From who? Uh, Len's tight end smash yeah. was Dallas Goddard. So Ooh. can't win them all. That's so right. he went three not for good. four, though, which is actually very not good. good. Uh, it's the best smash uh, for some. So you're giving yourself so a, a credit for Herb, right? Yep. I, I'm I guess not. I'll take one there. Yeah. Jerry, and you know, I was thinking what we should do with these smash picks to make it a little even on some celebrity guests that we have mm-hmm. is we should do like a year end like average of all the positions. So I think that's something we'll, crunch that we'll look, the numbers look into. And we'll come so through the data. To an outstanding start. Yeah, and we're not going to take not. it too seriously here. But uh, you know, in the living room, we like to we like to have a little bit of fun. So, so uh, mine, uh, I will not week? be taking any points or credit for. Uh, it was Lamar Jackson. Not a smash. Oh, uh, the opposite of a smash. Which what's that? Like a gentle touch, just a a light little caress. Is what he did. I think it's a fix. <laughs> it certainly it would be, a would be. It was a sloppy game. He uh, he had four picks. Fix I think is in. he had 165 yards passing, one touchdown. Ended up with 16 total points because he had of like 68 rushing yards. Um, I missed. I missed on this. I didn't think this game was going to be that ugly. I didn't. I had no clue he'd throw four four picks on such a short amount of yards. Um, so I missed out on this one. It happens. 
and it happens. At running uh, who, back, who'd you have at running I back? had uh, another horrible pick. Uh, Najee Harris. Uh, he was the running back 38 on oh, the week. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, the Steelers looked Ugh. just a bit rough getting blown out by the Bengals. Najee, he never really stood a chance. Uh, it was yeah. a big miss by me. I don't know why I ever thought anything good could happen from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, very moronic pick by me. And my apologies. I will do better. Jerry, I think that was an outstanding pick. Even even when stuff doesn't work out, it can be the right He decision. sucks, and okay? I love Najee. I think he's an outstanding <laughs> football player. <laughs> Given the you know our our hatred for the Steelers, Jerry, I, I still love Najee. And, and I would expect him uh, to, to excel in games that they're down because he's probably their best receiver. Big time. Um, so it, it was, was just a, surprise, a bad game. Uh, for sure. My running back, yeah. My running back Oof. was David Montgomery, who Chicago looked rough um, outside of Darnell Mooney, who I just I'll, yeah. I'll keep patting myself on the back for that. Love it. Uh, Monty had nine PPR points. Wasn't great. Uh, a couple catches in there. So not great. I'm still I'm so confident in Monty in the long run. Um, I am relying Same on here. him heavily. And um, the league that I mentioned last week, my three running backs are Mixon, Najee, and Monty. I did beat Mr. Burger Daddy himself, Brandon Wagner. So super pumped about that. It was a huge win for me. Locked up a playoff spot. And uh, very confident in those three rolling forward. Uh, wide receiver, I had Jamar Chase, who did not have a good game. Uh, it was mostly T. Higgins in that game. Uh, and Mixon, T. Higgins and Mixon. So Chase had uh, three targets, three catches and 30 some yards for a total of six PPR points so pretty terrible um I'm lucky I got yeah. the double league win I had uh Justin Jefferson so I picked the wrong Vikings receiver this week it was Thielen uh he had a, he yeah, had a Thielen looked good and we just yeah. talked about Thielen being such yep, a red he had a big threat. week like he had two and, cuts, didn't you he? know I should know better you know um it was irresponsible of me and I was still blinded by the performance of Jefferson last week so I mean, he went he went four for eighty three. So it wasn't awful, you know. He gets you uh, twelve points there in uh, PPR, but uh, it was not a smash. Zero uh, and three so far uh, for smashes on me last week. I believe in the industry they mm-hmm. call that a recency bias, Jerry. Uh, how about I had uh, Dalton Schultz, so I feel like I finally got one. Uh, You're. He, yeah, uh, you're he ended up being the he number five game. tight end of really, the week, really as I predicted he could. Uh, so I got one thing right. He had a touchdown. Like that kind of saved it for him, his touchdown. Um, he also popped off a two-point conversion after that. You love that little – that's a three-point banger real quick. That helps. Um, there's a little cherry yeah. on top, if you will, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I went one bit. and three on Smash Burgers bit. for last week, and uh, things are going to change this time. I'm a big Dalton Schultz fan, and and I'll tell you what, anybody who plays in a league where you see their little headshot, <laughs> he is a beautiful man. Wow. Very good-looking guy. So, uh, you know, check him out. Any of you single ladies out there or, yeah. or guys, we don't judge here. Everybody's welcome. Uh, tight ends. I had Hunter Henry and Yikes. my worst pick of the week with three PPR points. Oh, just terrible. And he looked good up until then, just scoring a shitload of touchdowns. He doesn't get a ton of looks. I think he had two targets, two catches. Yeah. 10, Without 10 the touchdowns, yards, 10, it's ugly. Yards, something like that. 
it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. He got a lot of looks. He had a couple end zone looks that didn't connect, but um, it just didn't happen for for Hunter Henry. So we'll move on to our smashes of this week. Uh, I'll start us off at quarterback here, and I am going to go with the return Great of pick. Kyler Murray mm-hmm. against the Chicago Bears. So anxious to see Kyler back in, in the lineup. I'm a big Kyler fan. Love watching him play. Very dynamic. I think he gets it done on a slacking Chicago defense and one that mm-hmm. I believe Khalil Mack is out for the year. Um, so without him, they are yeah. a shell of what they could be. And um, yeah, I just think Kyler gets it done here. So probably a lot on the ground. I'm going to say at least 50 rushing yards. And then I think he gets in for a uh, Mike, touchdown. would you mind uh, giving me a, uh, a smash drop real quick or the, uh, like the recap one, you know, the double smash. Whoa. I also uh, picked Kyler Murray <laughs> this week. Um, no, he, you know, he's questionable, but I, I think he's going to play. Uh, he almost played last or the the week prior yeah. to the bye. Um, so he was wanting to play then. He was a game time decision. It was no go. So I think he's definitely back this week. Uh, Hopkins coming back with him, so that's a huge boost for him too. Um, I'm in, yeah. I mean, I'm in complete agreement. I have him. I need him so bad. I've uh, been missing him desperately for weeks. Uh, let's lock him in. Double smash. Can you know we start smash. off with double smash? The funk house is all uh, You know what's going to happen when we go to running back? You might as well just hit that drop right now again. Oh, Jerry, I think we're going to. You know, why don't you go ahead and start us off? I'm not okay. going to do it unless wow, it happens. It's back. dangerous. Okay, okay. I don't want to double smash. Okay, nice that's good. You stay light on that trigger finger over there. It is, it is uh, a delicate I'm going button. with uh, <laughs> this one. It almost, I love it, but I hate it because uh, I have him in uh, our dynasty league that we're in. Um, been just stashing him all year, uh, waiting him. But uh, as we talked about earlier in the time for a break segment, uh, one of the big losses of the week was Davin Cook uh, and his replacement, Madison. Um, oh. Yeah, he's he's my guy this week. He's a smash. Um, I think this is what people have been waiting for all year. Guys have held him on their team the whole time, taking up it. this roster spot. Knowing Dow's going to go down. He's already happened a couple of times. Um, I think he, he has... A great matchup this week. He plays Detroit. He's gonna eat the whole game. Yeah. He should yep. smash and he should eat. And that is the reason why I also picked Al Madison for my smash running back of the week. Double smash. So God double like double, smash. doubles. So whoa. Lot of what if we go all four? We'll score earth over here um, now after that. You know, let's dive into Al Madison a little mm-hmm. bit here, Jerry. A lot of chatter in uh, in yes. our close circle about Al Madison. Big focal um, point. Shout out to the chocolatier Nate Nasty Sigler. Um, he's been a, a Madison junkie. He does have a problem. He, he has you know, a problem. Hyped up his his rookie year. And I'm I'm a I mean anybody that's played fantasy with me knows I'm all about the crutch. And if you're an effective uh, handcuff and, and uh, close friend of the show, uh, William White Shoes Johnson mistakenly calls handcuffs crutches. I actually prefer a crutch kind of over the handcuff uh, because his his absolute ineptitude to understand <laughs> football. 
<laughs> so uh, we call those crutches. <laughs> Anybody who uh, who hears yeah. that and don't understand what, we mean, that way. Is what we mean. So uh, big crutch, big crutch guys here in the living room. And he's uh, the crutch, is, right? Is one of the he's best. the crutch. And nasty, nasty Nate Sigler has been very adamant about Madison being on all of his teams, if possible, for the last three years. And right now you got to applaud him because Al Madison is set up to absolutely smash this week. And, you know, I kind of dove into some of the stats because we had a little argument earlier. And, and I said up until this year, any time that Cook's been hurt and Madison has, um, you know, taken the reins, filling in for him, he hasn't looked that great. And the stats do not really work uh -oh. out in my favor. You're saying he's been a stud every time he's um, filled in? So I'm going to kind of go through some – I'm not going to say every time, but here's I, I took every game that he's that he's had over 10 carries and I counted that as a start. I didn't really go back to see if, you know, he actually started that game or not, but we're going to say any game over 10 carries we're going to give him here. So 922 of 19, he had 12 okay. for 58 and one yeah. touchdown. Decent game. Pretty good game. Uh, 1025 of 2019. He had 13 for 61 and then. Um, two catches mm -hmm. for three yards. So not ideal. 12, eight of 19. He went 14 for 46 and two catches for 18 so, yards. So far, so piss poor I'm game. not impressed by these stats, Matt. So, I mean. Not impressed. 10, 12 of 20. He okay. had 20 carries, 112 yards. Okay, so now we've seen an increase yards. dramatically. It's a nice PPR day. 11-8 uh, of 20. He had 21 carries for 69 <laughs> yards, obviously. Um, not great. Uh, didn't do much through the air either. And then 1-3 of 21, which is in the 2020 season. 21 carries, 95 yards, one tut, three catches, Oof. 50 yards, and a receiving tut. So, hell of a game. And then every game that he started this year without Cook, I think he's gone over 100 yards or at least oh, a, he's smash. a very good fantasy game. And I'll tell you why I'll tell you why I felt that Madison did not do well in his relief of Cook. And it's because the end of the 2019 season, Cook went down and was out during the fantasy playoffs. And Madison was filling in for him. And two or three days before game day, he got hurt and couldn't start. So I had to pick up Mike Boone. <laughs> play for him and i started mike boone and he had like i don't know three mike points boone or something coming like in and i've been so bitter with madison i've been so bitter with madison ever since and i just like relived that thought in my head when i was looking up these madison stats so that was a a, a tough one to swallow i obviously remembered wrong and i'll tell you nate if you don't listen to the episode yeah. we're never going to tell you that you were right so We'll see if he does. And, I'll you know, still deny it, not even if he listens one. to it. So, <laughs> we are serial deniers here in the living room. So wow. uh, double smash on Madison. We'll move on to the wide receiver here. And my receiver of the week is none other than Hollywood okay. Brown against the Steelers. We don't. I Do was we worried we were going to triple smash, but we veered oh, apart man. finally. <laughs> So I like Hollywood. I really this inch week. towards the board. Um, <laughs> You're getting ready to hit that drop. Triple smash. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. So a little, little, uh, you know, little 
preemie on the uh, on the triple smash there. So I think Hollywood has a nice game this week against a putrid Oof. Pittsburgh team. And I do believe that uh, Joe Hayden will still be out, but I could be wrong there. Um, T. Higgins feasted against him uh, last week. So I think Hollywood has a nice game here. Lamar gets right. Obviously, I love Bateman and um, Mark Andrews, but I think Hollywood has the game this year. He's been a little bit quiet lately. Uh, I like that about that, Jerry. Um, He definitely has the ability to, you know, go off at any time. He's that explosive player. Um, Steelers, I mean, they play anything like they did last week. That smash is guaranteed. So I love it. I think it's a great pick. I don't think Lamar has bad games in a row. So I think he recovers and, uh, that's a big game. Uh, for me at wide yeah. receiver, I have Mike Evans. Um, so <clears throat> nice. Excuse me. Lost my spot here. Um, he, he had a he had a down week last week, um, and that's kind of you know because Lenny Fournette had every single touchdown that was allowed out there. Um, but yeah. that's kind of how things always work for Mike Evans. He's up, down, up, down, up, down, like the old the Contra code for Nintendo. Up, 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 down, down, down. That's how he is. He's just, he, yeah. you know, he has a bad week. He has a good week. He has a bad week. He has a good week. But it's just, if you look at his numbers, it's down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. It's unbelievable. Never fails. Uh, and he's on an up week. So we're going to take him. Um, Fournette's gonna, not, not going to score five touchdowns again this week. Um, AB ain't coming back. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, Evans be. is one of the most deadly guys in the goal line, or in the uh, red zone. Man, he does. He, he's he huge. He's like a tight end too. Gronk and Gronk's probably gonna have a monster game too. But uh, I like Evans. I'll take him. I'll smash him. I love that. I almost smashed Gronk this week, That's, just so yeah. I could say Gronk smash. He's really built for it. But I'll save that for another week. Yeah, he is. So, Jerry, once you finish us off with the tight end, and okay. we'll see if we can so, get a, a triple smash. Uh, we did. Uh, we both double smashed on Kyler Murray. So I'm going to pick one of his targets uh, on a great offense, and I'm taking Zach Ertz. Um, they were on a bye last nice. week. Before that, he had his biggest game of the season, uh, probably a really long time uh yeah two touchdowns he's really he's starting to yeah. become more of a focal point eight for that offense i think and uh with Kyler coming back uh i think i think he'll be even more of a threat in the end zone and downfield uh, double smash on the cardinals and all depends on Kyler coming back this week so please please come back yep little cardinal stack here if you will so yep. unfortunately we will not have a triple smash and I will be smashing. Oh, I love that. Pick. So Patrick Fire. Is, that, Fryer is he in Robin Hood? Friar Muth? Um, is that Penn State alum? Friar. Yeah. Yeah. Friar Tuck Muth. Uh, he's kind of a hard guy to not like um, me being not a Steeler fan. And I'm not even really a Penn State fan, but he's fun to watch. He's a really good receiver, yep. really good blocker. He's enormous. Um, and he just does stuff the right way. So I really enjoy uh, Muth, and I think that he's going to smash against Baltimore here, mostly because outside of Najee, I think that he's the best receiver that they have, and that'll tell you something with their yeah. running back and tight end being the best receivers. Deontay has looked pretty good. Claypool, yeah. as we said, is a bitch-ass bitch. 
I'm certainly not going to give him any credit, even though he is an enormous man himself and he has the tendency to be a really good downfield threat. I just don't think his head's in the game. Um, physically, he has all the tools to be there. Claypool does, but unfortunately, he's not putting it together. So I think that Frymuth smashes this week against Baltimore. Even with a low target share, I like him for yep. 50 yards and a tight so I minimum. I believe he is in uh, concussion protocol. He is, but I believe he okay. practiced. Yeah, it didn't look today. too bad. He actually had he was so in the I next play after that... his touchdown catch, but uh, he yes, he was full today. Catch, so that's good. Yeah, that does it for the smash players. All right, so a lengthy, a lengthy smash sec- session there, uh, which was for you ladies yep. out there. So hope you enjoyed that, and uh, we are going to get into a section we like to call the that- double dip. Do you have some dip here, did, Mike? Did you just double dip that chip? Did you? Excuse me? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? I didn't do it. I seen you it. You the chip. You took a bite, and you dipped again. Oh, man. <laughs> Jerry, I'm going to talk about an underrated dip here that I really mm-hmm. enjoy, and it's just a simple one, but I think it gets overlooked a lot, and that would be it's kind of a combo, actually. It's nacho cheese Doritos oh dipped into your everyday I'm, salsa. You're talking nacho cheese I'm a big fan of that. Doritos and salsa. Nacho cheese Doritos dipped and pre- preferably like a thin uh. cantina salsa, which is my favorite style. You know, like what yep, you get. Or a pico. I love a good pico. But any salsa will do. And it's got that little cheese dust in there to mix that in. sounds kind of like when you mix just nacho terrific. cheese and salsa. Like that would kind of be kind of like that flavor. Yeah, what's that I mean, called? Rotel or ro- yeah. whatever that you're know, oh, yeah. talking about. There's the yeah, the one you do with like Velveeta and Velveeta salsa. Yeah, and salsa. That's yeah. really good. And then you do one with yeah. Rotel and yeah, those tomatoes and green chilies. Mm. Um, yeah, I love every bit about that. I'll double dip those all day, every day. That's a nice treat. Who are you double dipping on <laughs> for players this week? So double dip, not to be redundant on the double dips. Uh, alliteration aside, but um, we're going to start off with oh, Al man. Madison, and that's dip. assuming that he was available in the first place. In any in any league, he probably shouldn't have been available, but um, you never know. Some shallow leagues, he might have been out there. Um, so Al Madison, obviously pick him up. You're going to start him with confidence. He's going to go off. We're um, double dipping him, and yeah, we're double, we're double smashing him. him. What do you think, Jerry? Uh, he, he was definitely the pickup of the week. We if you got him, congrats. Um, I also have Jamal Williams. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier with Swift being out. Huge. He's probably going to be out a few weeks. His shoulder, they're not going to rush him back. They're the worst team ever. Why would they bring him back? Don't need to. They got Jamal. And he's you know, the future. Uh, if you've ever seen any of his like interviews or anything, he's awesome. He's hilarious. Uh, big fan. Yeah. He's, he's fun know, to watch. His he's team's terrible, like. but he can do well with a you know, full workload. So. Uh, I like him. I got him in a league, so happy with that pickup. Who else you have? Love it. Yeah. Next one I got. Um, assuming that you need uh, a quarterback or you're in it's a, a great quarterback pickup. league, Taysom Hill. So we're talking about some guys we already kind of touched on before, but whoever is quarterback for the Saints, I think Sean Payton is good enough to make them pretty fantasy relevant. Even Trevor Simeon had a couple decent games there. Um I just I don't know. Taysom's a kind of an enigma because he's not a great passer, but with that rushing ability, like you said earlier, Jerry, yep. he looks like a tight end playing quarterback. Um, 
had guys like that succeed before. Uh, so I'm anxious to see what he can do. And, and I, you know, especially with yep. Kamara and Ingram coming back, um, he doesn't have Michael Thomas, which is who he leaned on last year heavily uh, when Breeze got hurt with his hand. But uh, they got some pretty good playmakers, and I'm excited to see what happens. And I'm hoping for the best Thursday night yeah, game of we can the only year hope. so far, Jerry. Um, I got yeah. another double dip. You got any more uh, double Michelle. dips? Um, you know, if Henderson can't go this week, okay. uh, I think he's a great option. Um, okay. Otherwise, you know, going into playoffs, if Henderson's banged up, you never know. Uh, maybe he's a, just a good pickup to stash. Uh, hold Sony. You never know. You know, if he becomes that RB one in that offense, there that moves the ball, gets down there. I mean, you have a chance for touchdowns all the time. So I like to snag him up if you can. And Sony's looked pretty fresh. Uh, without having to be the guy um, in L.A. this year. So I, I think that's a great pick. Um, I got two more smashes here. I got Matt Breida, who looked pretty damn good last week. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, and, and I was hoping that Devin Singletary would get the majority of the work, but it certainly went to Matt Breida. I believe he had 12 points in a blowout, um, and he seemed to be their primary between the tackles runners. So if you can grab yeah. Breida, smash them even though there's a pretty uh pretty tough matchup against the pats You're double dipping uh, this week in buffalo yeah i'm uh, i'm gonna double okay. dip brita i'm gonna grab him uh, and I'm gonna another one him. this I'm one so right it's away. not a player that i'm gonna and, double dip but it's a team defense and it's the miami dolphins um i we, we i thought we touched ooh, on it last week we said to, to watch ears, them there. maybe pick them up they're a good play uh i did that myself they went off they scored 20 some points uh, they have another good matchup. They play the Giants, which we talked about. Mashed potato neck. Uh, Danny Dimes, we don't know if he'll be able to play. How much butter's on there? How much butter did he put? Is it sturdy enough? Mike we Glennon. don't know. Uh, but I think the, the Dolphins and their defense is looking good right now. It does. It, it really looks good. I'll tell you what, it'd look a little bit better if yep. they still had Kyle Van Noy. Um, but Miami is looking really, really good. I'm going to give a shout-out to B-Flow, Brian Flores, for drafting Javon Holland out of Oregon. I thought that that was a little bit of a reach pick when Xavier McKinney from Alabama was still on the board, who actually went to the Giants, but Javon Holland has looked outstanding. I couldn't be happier with his performance. Um, He had a pick last week, and he's been a turnover machine. I think he's going to be turning into – uh, one of the few ball hawk safeties in the league. So pair him with uh, Xavier Howard, assuming that Miami can keep him. Sometimes he seems to be a little disgruntled in the media, but, uh, you know, they've done well to keep him. Uh, and if Byron Jones can kind of right that ship. And Noah Igbenogany, he looks uh, pretty damn Mahogany? good as well whenever he's playing. So, um, oh, okay. Igbenogany. <laughs> it's rich Igmahogany. Um <laughs> So he, yeah, with those guys long-term, that group in the secondary looks really, really good. And the front seven that they have, I think Jerome Baker looks great. Christian Wilkins is an absolute terror and, and a really, really fun guy to watch. So uh, obviously I wow, am gushing to about the Miami defense. And Just I in heaven. Be more, couldn't be more on board and actually... Um, I did pop a little chub and I just had to well, tuck it up I, into my waistband. We appreciate you for bit. hiding that and not exposing that yourself to us like that. I got one more double dip here, and it's depending on the health of Miles Sanders. Oh, no, Bosco, Bosco, did Boston you? Scott. Um, 
<laughs> I did. I got Bosco, and if you're gonna no scope, Bosco, I love um, it. I'm in here. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, keep an eye on Miles Sanders, and if he's out, I know Howard's out for sure. Kenny Gainwell just doesn't seem to be getting the ball. Bosco will be the guy, and they are fully yep. committed to the run in Philadelphia. So um, we'll see how it goes. Oh, how about God, some I double? You never ask. Here's a guy that's, uh, you know, I think he's. Uh, here's a guy. Oh, Collinsworth. That, uh, Whoa, Collinsworth. Here's a guy. Here's um, a guy. That I think he's gotten added quite a bit uh, this past week. Possibly it's Tevin Coleman. Do you guys remember him? I know. Um, you know, he had oh, a good amount a of touches last week, uh, but he's on the Jets and he's washed. Uh, I'll be surprised if he makes another full game without getting injured. He's not great, and he's not on a great yeah, team. He's washed. That's not a good combo. So I mean, avoid it. I'm putting the chip back in the bag, man. I'm I'm not dipping at all. I'm not even dipping my chip, let alone double dip. I'm actually I probably not even the open chips that bag away. Chips. They're stale. Yeah, those chips are expired. I yeah, that's a good double don't, Jerry. I'm gonna start off with um, oh, Kendrick Lord, Bourne preach it to him. Tell him the, the truth here. So. He had a he had a big game last week and and Chris Johnson oh, himself tried, tried to sell high huh? to me earlier this year in a, in a ten team two cube league and uh, no this was a few weeks ago but Bourne has actually had a decent season but I don't think you can trust any pass receiver outside of probably Jacoby Myers because of the volume um, Kendrick Bourne not saying he's not talented but I don't think that offense computes to regular production um, from a guy like him so I'm not dipping Kendrick Bourne and I might pick him up but Double probably down. not going to waste a bench spot on him double down yeah get into another Oof. receiver Russ Gage don't um, trust him not impressed with anything on I, I'm not I'm not going to trust Russ here um, I'm not impressed with anything the Falcons are doing outside mm-hmm. of Corduroy Patterson. Um, even Kyle Pitts has been pretty mad lately, and I just think that the people that reached for Pitts um, deserve that because it's just a hype pick. And I like Kyle Pitts. I think he's a really good player, and he's going to be a great tight end. However, those guys always want to reach for you know the hot and sexy name coming right out of the gate. So... Um, I just think it's a nice little fuck you to the people that reached uh, for Kyle Pitts. And, and I'm hoping yeah. he doesn't really do much the rest of the year. Fuck him. Show right? him uh, who's boss. Fuck no, him. don't do yeah. it. I'm not falling for it. Uh, I got uh, a wide receiver. Got, Jerry? Um, this was a guy that I had. Here's a guy that <laughs> um, I drafted him in a couple <laughs> leagues, um, hoping for good things. Um, it's Curtis Samuel. Uh, he just hasn't been able to get. He hasn't been okay. able to get healthy. I, I did as well. He came back this past week. He played limited. Uh, he's already questionable again with groin. Uh, I just, I just don't think he's River ready to be Ron out there. Him. He's not recovered from his injury. Um, I think he'll play limited snaps again. You know, and I'd hope for him to be this great gadget player in that offense, but he just hasn't been healthy enough to do it. So. You know, you can stash him if you want and hope he starts to, you know, get better. But I just don't trust it. I don't waste, in my opinion, don't waste a spot on a guy you're not going to be able to trust. I agree. And, and I like Curtis Samuel, too. And I know Mike's a big Curtis Samuel guy. You know, he's drafted him him a couple years. So um, 
not taking away yeah, from his talents, but he's staying to away the from Kurt Samuel. I think. Uh, I'm going to go. Sure he's already came back once and left, so I don't think you can trust him at all. He should actually just probably yep. be on your waiver wire. Soft tissue. Get him close to your lineup. Yep. Agree. <laughs> Double don't. I picked him up in a pinch last week. Here, Here's how I feel about Kurt Samuel. I picked him up in a pinch mm-hmm. last week because I lost all my wide receivers, and I actually dropped him last minute for yeah, none other than Chester that, Rogers. That shows a lot. So that'll... That'll tell you how it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna continue with wide receivers here. I'm gonna go to Deshaun Jackson. So uh, he had a pretty big game. Um, I'm not buying it. Don't want anything to do with him. Uh, probably gonna drop the ball again when he thinks he scores a touchdown. I can't believe he actually did that again a couple weeks ago. Um, very embarrassing. I like him as a player, but I'm not touching him in this offense, and uh, I'm just not buying yeah. it anymore. I think he might be done. Uh, a couple other ones I have here. I'm going to start with Jack the tight Doyle end one because he had a week. huge game. Uh, well, huge. For, yeah, <laughs> no. he, he. I'm not buying that at all. Wentz does like his tight ends, but he prefers uh, Mo Ali Cox quite a bit more. And Michael Pittman is enormous, so he might as well be a tight end himself. He is the number one target there. Ty actually kind of looks came good again. Another touchdown but... as well. So good to see. I'm not ready to say that, but it's good to see Ty um, getting back into the swing of things. I like Ty. He's easy to root for. And uh, by all accounts, he's a he's a great dude. So um, I don't. You got any more I only have those few guys myself um, that I'm staying away from particularly. Yeah. So that's all I got as well. And just uh, actually a couple mm-hmm. of housekeeping issues from last week that I noted here. Um, Scant, which was actually my double dip and my double don't, had a middling four for fifty. Uh, so nine people. Not are good. Points, not so bad. Not terrible. Double Could've do. Double don't. And. Uh, I do, re- I do remember last week uh, me mentioning Josh right. Reynolds from the Titans and me thinking that he still played for the Titans mm-hmm. and he was the leading receiver of the Lions this past week. So, a big blunder <laughs> on my part. Apologies to Josh Reynolds. In all fairness, we make show. mistakes, Josh. Uh, we're sorry. The, uh, Dan Campbell probably didn't even know he was on the Lions either. We're sorry, Josh. <laughs> and, and please tell, please tell Mr. Campbell that we apologize. He's never talked to Dan Campbell from what we know, but. <laughs> we know we yeah. heard it on the pod so i had um, to address you know it. do you have anything else there all right that'll do we're ready to move into the well last the, the chips and dip were good and all but i want the main course you know i want to i'm not i don't want to play on the shallows of the water i want to dive deep I want to get in there deep with. I don't need a snorkel, like a dish. I need like an oxygen like tank. maybe something like a a double, like a deep dish. Yeah, like a Midwest. Maybe something. Yeah, some a Sicilian deep pie. Mike, do you know where we could get one of those? Thank you, Napoli's, for sponsoring the show. Uh, we always appreciate that. Great food, great people. Uh, go check them out. Uh, you'll love it. You'll be happy. When you're in Napoli's, ha- happy. Ooh, don't give Napoli's. it away. Yep. Stay tuned. <laughs> Got a special steak delivery. So uh, this is the deep dish. Uh, we, we go into a matchup. Uh, we dissect it a little more. We... 
you know, talk about each team. This week we went with the Monday night game. Uh, this is a big one. The Patriots at Buffalo. Patriots have been on fire, one of the hottest teams right now. We know how good Buffalo is. What's your initial thoughts on this? Huge game, Jerry, and and the Pats overtook the number one seed in it's the unreal. AFC East last week. Um, so, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, New England has looked very very good. Um, Belichick has that fucking smirk mm-hmm. on his face that we've come to know and love. Um, but Buffalo also had an outstanding showing. So, I think it's going to be an outstanding game. I think it is probably going to be def- a defensive battle. New England's known for their defense. Um, Buffalo has had the best defense in the league so far this year. Lose Tre'Davious, and I will say, Jerry, Jerry, they did lose Tre'Davious White for the year. So yeah, prayers up to Tre'Davious. Um, Jerry, I'm ready. I'm ready, Jerry. The Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. I'm ready to give up on the Rams. I can't believe you're saying this. What I mean by that, I'm ready to give up. So I, I still, I'm not saying they can't win the Rams. I'm just saying Buffalo is the better team right now, and I think that they have quite a bit better shot um, at bringing home the Super Bowl. So first, uh, you know, my first reaction here is just how dominant Buffalo's yep. offense was last last week, but also how dominant New England's defense was. So this is going to be such a good game. I can't wait to watch it. Um, the running game is what it's going to come down for me for me so I, I really love the running game that they have in new england with harris. Ramondre stevenson yep. and damian harris i think they both look very very good um harris snuck into the end zone last week I, i'm very very excited to see how that Who are you goes starting there between those defense. two um i like them both honestly i'm probably going to start them both because i think it could be a low scoring game and, and new england's going to want to control the ball and not let Josh Allen have those quick attacks. You put them as both as an RB two, RB three, pretty Um, equal to each other. uh, Yeah. I think low end RB two on, on both of them, depending, uh, assuming that's the thing in new England. One of them fumbles. They're in the doghouse. The other one's getting 15 carries for the rest of the game. So, uh, if you're starting one of them, you got to hope they don't fumble because they're probably not going to see much of the field after that. If they do. I mean, the Pats Uh, are just on fire right now. And Mac Jones, he looks like he's the best rookie QB out of the class. Uh, he looks awesome. He, uh, you know, I have him offensive. on my taxi squad in the Dynasty League. So uh, I'm excited for that to see oh, him perform Jerry. well. I know I got him locked up for years to come. Uh, he just, it's like the Pats mold you into this quarterback that you make smart decisions, you find yeah. ways to win games. Uh, he looks good out there. Uh, I don't think he's like a bad stream. Maybe maybe it's a tough sell this week because it's against Buffalo. And that's going to, like you said, you think it's going to be a defensive game. Even with Tredavious out, uh, Buffalo's still a tough defense. So, uh, fancy-wise, I'm, I'm probably staying away from Mac this week, but I like him, you know, moving forward. And they look good. Yeah, and you never know if these quarterbacks – I mean, obviously we found out when Brady went to Tampa that it was more of him than Belichick, but I think Belichick is kind of answering this year with bringing in a rookie who nobody really loved um, coming out except for a a few experts, but um, a lot of people overlooked him, and and I can't get over that 
smug fucking walk that Mac Jones had coming out of that draft um, curtain. And I just made me not want to like him because of that. But I don't know. He also had a shitty play against, um, I want to say like Cincinnati or I can't remember what team it was, but he like, he threw a pick or something and the guy was running after somebody. He like grabbed his leg and tripped him. And I don't like seeing that. That gives me, um, kind of flashbacks to Grayson Allen at Duke when he was kicking guys in the nuts <laughs> and doing shitty stuff and first of all yeah, fuck you fuck Grayson it. Allen you're a pile of crap <laughs> I don't like you at all and I hope you don't do good in the NBA um, with that <laughs> said aside uh, I like Mac um, it's hard not to think back to that smug walk though <laughs> but it just reminds me of somebody that should be on the Patriots um, but he's proven people wrong so I actually think that he could be decent this week against um, Buffalo with Tredavious out, but I do think it's going to be more of a defensive battle, and they are going to want to control the ball, like I said. Um, but I also think that the Buffalo run game could be pretty good because, like we said, Breida looked yep. good, and I, I still think Singletary looks good. Doing a little bit more of the receiving work, but um, he is effective. And I don't know what the Zach Moss situation was. Zach Moss was supposed to be the guy like a month ago is as recently as a month ago so there's no telling what happens here they're all capable guys I, i've always been a breed fan he's very fragile very so he could um he could break down at any time here he's got a lot of tread on the tires because he just yeah. hasn't been getting much work this year i don't even know no, how I long don't. he's been on the i, I didn't even know he was there until a couple weeks ago yeah so he's looked good i i had him yeah. just double dip so i would love to get Brita in the lineup um, defensively, I think that New England's the better defense at this point. Obviously, which they're Davies both great, though, out. really. Um, but you know, you got yeah, yeah, they they both look good. Um, very much anticipating to see how much Josh Allen will pull the ball down and run it. So, um, w- with the coverage schemes that New England runs and the personnel that they have, mm-hmm. Diggs is going to get locked up. Dawson Knox could have a huge oh, game. Big I'm Cox, a big Dawson Knox. Knox guy. I know you are as well, Jerry. He's great. Yeah, oh, he's man. two tutties last week. That's for sure. Um, I have Knox. Yeah, I have not two tuts last week. Doesn't get a yep. lot of volume, but their biggest red zone threat. He did. Mike had Knox, I think, in double league last week. So we're probably three for three on the on uh, Dawson Knox here. So I I think he's great. I'm gonna ride him I had in him. the playoffs in the fantasy is reality league um so i'm very excited about that um alan coming off that huge game maybe he's set he could up for be, a but i mean he if you have him he's automatic he's he's in your lineup no matter regard he's matchup proof he, he was qb1 this past week uh you're gonna start him but yeah i mean yep the, the pats look good and uh, the pats always just feel like a team that plays good in prime time monday night I know Tom Brady's not there, yeah. but it's the new young Tom Brady, Mac Jones, and uh, the good defense of the Patriots. Uh, what do you think about the Patriots' wide receivers? You know, I know you talked a uh, double don't about Bourne. Uh, there's Mo- Myers. Um, like Bourne, he gets, he's done a lot with his small opportunities. So I don't think that's something like that's. The, I don't want to chase that dragon because I don't think you're going to find it. It's not going to continue. Yeah. So you know who he reminds me of, Jerry, and, and he reminds me of his teammate this year, but who he did last year. So Nelson yes. Aguilar last year on the Raiders had a had a, you know 
some very spotty big games and a huge downfield threat uh, for Derek Carr last year. And I just see their seasons, Aguilar's from yeah, last year. I can see that. from this year. Very, Ironically, very with Aguilar and also on the being, same team. Yeah, just – yeah. right, right. So I just think that um, it's going to be hard to predict when those good games for Bourne come. So by all means, if you're yep. stuck, he could have a great game. But it's not someone you can yep. count on, which is why I had him as a double don't. Uh, I probably won't have him on my team if you got a short bench. But you're in a pinch. There's still yeah, bye weeks. Yeah, that's stupid, by the way, weeks, too. So you never know. Why are we still having buys, man? It is. It is. We're trying to make the damn playoffs. Leave us alone. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough right now. It's tough. Mike, what do you think about this game? The Patriots and the Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the Bills. I took the Bills in the living room. Uh, I think I think Bills Mafia is pumped up. What's they're gonna be juiced up Monday? They're gonna be drinking all day Monday at that place. The Ralph's gonna be rocking. Let me ask you this about the Bills. So, the Patriots are known for taking out the best receiver. So they lock out Diggs, right? One of your boys. He's done. He ain't gonna do shit this week, right? Yep. And then, who else are you looking at? on the wide receiver core of the Bills after Diggs. It would be Manny Manny Sanders, right? Uh, possibly game. He Davis. has not been doing well. He has looked very bad in recent weeks. See, he started off kind of okay. <laughs> it's because he's bad at football. A man, no, we said Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, oh. McKenzie. Yeah, uh, exactly. Mc, he's name? bad at football. Ian McClellan? Uh, McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie. <laughs> Yes. Isn't that a Professor X? I'm still playing football. I mean, no- Knox is the play. <laughs> Knox, is, Knox is the play, for sure. <laughs> nah, what about Measley Beasley? Not even PPR? You don't trust him? Yeah, sure. In fantasy, go ahead. <laughs> In fantasy, that's the whole show, Measley's Michael. Measley's decent. <laughs> I guess yeah. if you're having a fantasy. But that's, about with him, the wide receivers in Buffalo, Beasley, like, he's been hit or miss. And PPR, he's helped you out sometimes when he gets seven catches. Hunter Renfro is the new Cole Beasley. He, Hunter Renfro, had a, has looked great. He's been one of my most reliable receivers on my team. Um, he has he does. He also looks like he's uh, They did some bit on him with him and his wife and stuff. It was funny watching him because he just does look like he's already 50. He looks like a kicker. He doesn't look like a wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His wife's a babe, though. Um Big time. I guarantee He's it. probably hanging dong. A man like that? Yeah. So, <laughs> the big question is, Jerry, oh, man. who are you picking in this game? Um, hmm. I'm going to take Buffalo. I think Josh Allen gets it done. He has just he has the edge over Mac. Mac's going to, you know, uh, it's going to Buffalo's tough. Um they just, yeah, I, I just, my gut instantly says Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's just too tough to stop. What about you? I'm going to make that three for three Whew. and go with the Buffalo Bills. Couldn't have said it better. Uh, I think Belichick gives him, uh, you know, quite a bit of fits, but I think Sean McDermott is a hell of a football coach, and there's a reason why the Bills are so good. And, uh, I think they have a great shot at a Super Bowl this year. So um, AFC Championship, I want to say Baltimore, Buffalo. But uh, yeah. New England could be squirreling in there. So 
we'll see how that goes. I am going to take the bills, so put that We're on all the official in. LRC record. Got a clean, clean sweep here, and uh, I believe the last that slice was of the deep delicious. Dish was just polished off, and I uh, was happy to sit here and eat it here with you at the, in in the funk house. So we got a belly full burgers, and uh, I think Man. that's that's going to wrap up. Old Thunder. <laughs> it's going to wrap up week 13. Special Deep shout dishes. out to our sponsors, what Old are we Thunder Brewing. <laughs> Seriously. Got some smash burgers. Yeah, we've been double dipping. A lot of dips. We have been. A couple. We have some had Kit some cats. for dessert. Dry, br- dry brisket. Got uh, <laughs> dry brisket. <laughs> you name it. That'll uh, wrap up week 13 and episode four of the Fantasy Funk House. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for the stream. Shout out to our sponsors, Old Thunder Brewing, Burger Daddy Food Truck, and Napoli's Pizzeria in Dubois, Pennsylvania. So for the rest of the champs and Double Jerry, this is Matty Funkhauser. Thanks again for joining us.